What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. And Terrence. What's up? No Carrie this week. She's ill. Uh, it may be for the best. Now, listen, I know that typically, traditionally, uh, when we talk wrestling on this show, we save it to the very end of the podcast because that way we can give all the non-wrestling fans a chance to to tune out if they if they don't care about these things. We're considerate that way. This is a video game podcast after all. However, <laughs> Royal Rumble was last night or Saturday night, and we have to talk about it. We have to. We have to. And if if and and if you're not a wrestling fan, I I would urge you to still hang through the wrestling conversation. I mean, you can <coughs> skip ahead if you want to. We'll probably be talking about this for like 20 minutes. But like stick with it because you're about to hear all of us get very passionate about a wrestling storyline. And and this could be what brings you in to the fold because WrestleMania is right around the corner. Um, so I'll, I'll start this conversation by by asking this question, but I don't want you to answer it. I want to put a pin in it because we're going we're gonna to talk about it. But is the bloodline Sami Zayn story the greatest story ever told in the history of professional wrestling? Don't answer it. We're putting a pin in it. Okay. So I, I think I think it, it bears walking through the state of events to how we got here today. So Roy Rumble past weekend, um, the Rumble matches both very good. The undercard matches, not so much, but the Rumble matches were good. It worked out OK. And then we got to the main event. And so let's start the Roman Reigns. Let, let's talk about the Roman Reigns storyline. Right. So Roman Reigns, he's been he's been WWE champion for the last two and a half years. He's been the universal champion, uh, the undisputed like combined champion for almost a year at this point. He wanted he did that at WrestleMania last year. And it's important to note this will become relevant later. It's important to note that he started his reign by getting his family in order. And he started that reign by basically beating down and and forcing his cousin Jey Uso into the fold. Jimmy Uso was hurt, Jey Uso was wrestling. He didn't like what Roman was doing. Roman was acting like an ass, called himself tribal chief at a table, and he was literally beaten down into submission to to jo- to be, go in league with Roman Reigns. That's important. He was he was yeah. jumped in like like one would jump in someone in a gang. Yes, right. So fast forward, you know, Bloodline becomes dominant. You know, Roman Reigns he's a champion the whole time. Usos win the tag team title. They've been tag champs for. About a year and a half at this point, a little more. Um, they've been the undisputed tag team champs for, you know, eight months, give or take at this point. Maybe maybe not quite that long, but it's been a while. And what's funny is I don't remember I don't remember the, how Sami Zayn got inserted into the conversation. Like, I like I don't think there was a thing that ha- I don't recall a thing happening where it's like, oh, Sami Zayn's hanging around the ball right now. I, th- I think it just kind of happened in like a natural state of ways it, it, during the summertime. Right. And. Sami Zayn was, you know, hanging out with the bloodline, trying to trying to get in with that posse. Right. And and at first he was like amusing to the bloodline. Like they saw him, I guess, as like a mascot. They could they could like make him go do stupid things. But there wasn't ever anything serious about it. Right. And then over time, Jimmy Uso takes a shine to him first. Like Jimmy Uso <coughs> like embraces him wholeheartedly. He's like, this is my dude. This guy's awesome. He's funny as shit. This is also important to the story. Notably, Jey Uso fucking hates Sami Zayn. Doesn't trust him. Despises him. Thinks this is bullshit. 
every time like Roman Reigns kind of shows like Sami Zayn some love, like he he can't believe it. He doesn't understand why his brother, his twin brother, like is palling around with this dude. Doesn't get it, right? Tell Sami Zayn on several occasions, like like I, I I fucking hate you. I don't trust you. Like you know, get away from me. Like I like I, I don't trust you. Well, Sami Zayn. He's taking shot after shot for the bloodline. He's helping out wherever he can. He's he saved the tag titles a couple times for the Usos. He, you know, helped Roman Reigns out. But he's like this. He's like, how am I going to prove it to you? I'm going to do the War Games. Bloodline facing, you know, a big team of WWE superstars they had beef with. Notably, Kevin Owens part of this team. Sami Zayn is a part of the Bloodline team. He basically offers up Sami or Kevin Owens. To the Usos at the end of the War Games match, wins the match for them, kicks kicks Kevin Owens, you know, below the belt, um, and and that's what turns Jey Uso right. Like as much as Jey Uso hated Sami Zayn, he realizes, oh, like this guy really is fighting for us, and and now as much as he hated him, has turned into love for Sami Zayn. Like he loves him like a brother. Like like it just took it just took earning it to to get there, right? But Roman's still keeping him at arm's length. Like, they give him the shirt. He's the honorary Uso. He's not a real member of the bloodline, but he's an honorary Uso, but he's not family, so he can't be. And Sami Zayn just trying, trying, trying. Like, he's like, he's like, he's trying to ingratiate themselves, himself to the, to the bloodline because he wants to belong, right? Like, like he was cast adrift for a while. He wants to be in this family. But on the peripheral, Kevin Owens kind of lingering. Kevin Owens trying to tell him, like, they don't like you. Like, you're not blood. You never will be like they're always they're never going to like they're never going to trust you completely. They're using you. And Sami Zayn denies it, denies, denies, denies. Meanwhile, Roman Reigns starting to get a little starting a little upset with Sami Zayn because the crowd's starting to coalesce around Sami Zayn. They're starting to, you know, they're chanting Sami Uso, stuff like that. And Roman feels threatened. So he's gaslighting Sami Zayn. Like, like he's been gaslighting Sami Zayn for like the last several weeks. Kind of it's 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 akin to like like an abusive relationship almost. Where like he, you know, blows up on him and then he reels him back in like you know, with with platitudes. He's like, you know, like you don't have to apologize to me, Sammy. I need to apologize to you. Like I was out of line. Like, I went off on you for no reason. But you need to take care of Kevin Owens next week. Like like that's and it's always, you know, it's always like like I'll I'll give it to you. But this is gonna be a thing. So KO, meanwhile, stirring the pot, right? He's stirring the pot and he's he's trying, he's looking out for Sammy, but he also wants Roman Reigns. Kevin Owens, famously one of the first challengers to Roman Reigns championship back when he first won it. They had a they had a memorable feud uh back in that 2020 winter. And he gets an opportunity and basically attacks Roman Reigns during the contract signing. And Roman Reigns is pissed. And he tells Sammy Zane, like, this is your fault. And so they put him on trial. Trial was this past Monday night and Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman is the prosecutor, right? He presents all this evidence. Like he presents video evidence of Sami Zayn. You know, he, he has it out for the bloodline. He's in league with Kevin Owens, this, that, or the other thing. Sami Zayn, meanwhile, incredulous. Can't believe that he's having to deal with this. Can't believe he has to go through it. And when I would ask to offer a defense, Sami Zayn is so incredulous. He's so upset that all the stuff he's done for the bloodline, no one and, and no one seems to care. Roman's not looking at it. Paul Heyman's trying to trying to pin it on him, and he says, "I have no defense. That's my defense. I have no defense. Like I bled, like I bled for you guys. I've you know I've I've done everything you asked of me and more. Like and and for you to treat me like this, it's fucked up." 
Roman's pissed. He's like, I can't believe you won't even defend yourself. That's it. He tells he tells Solo Sokoa, he tells he tells the enforcer to to hand down the sentence. It says he's about to spike Sami Zayn in the neck. Who who jumps up to save Sami Zayn? Jey Uso. Jey Uso jumps. He stops the spike from coming down. He presents the defense for Sami Zayn. He shows evidence that he gathered of all the times that Sami Zayn saved the bloodline, saved the championship from Roman Reigns, saved the tag titles for the Usos. All the times that he was there. He's and 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 tells Sami Zayn, he's like, I love you like a brother. Like you're like a brother to me. <laughs> Roman Reigns can't shocked by this. Find Sami Zayn not guilty, but he but but he says for now, for now he's like your last test is going to come at the Royal Rumble. We had no idea what he was talking about. We would find out soon enough. So Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, they have the match. The match doesn't matter. Roman Reigns won. The only thing that matters in the match is that at one point Roman Reigns with the referee out, he told Sami Zayn, he's like, get me a chair. And Sami Zayn's like, he's like, you told me not to do anything. You told me to just stand here and do nothing. He's like, well, I'm telling you to get a chair now. Go get a damn chair. So he hesitates, but he gets a chair. Doesn't get to use it. Kevin Owens, you know, hits the stunner, has Roman down for like a five count, but the referee's out. Match is one, but but there's no referee. What are you going to do? Roman Reigns attacks him. Sam, you know, Kevin Owens goes to the outside. Sam's name, please just stay down. Like, like he, like, like they want to, they want him to, to leave Kevin Owens. That's what he can't. Kevin, Kevin, Sam Zane, Kevin Owens, they have a long history in professional wrestling. Long, goes back <clears throat> decades. They came, they came through together. Sam Zane just can't, he can't afford to just leave Kevin Owens behind. He can't. His, that's, that's his true brother. It's Kevin Owens. And, and deep down, he knows it. So he's, he's he's pleading with Kevin Owens, like, stay down, stop fighting. Roman spears Kevin Owens through the barricade, eventually wins the match. Bloodline comes in to celebrate. Jey Uso's getting ready to put a lay around Sami Zayn's neck. He's about to be a made man. Roman says, no, no, not yet. Not yet. We're not, we're not done here yet. Uso's solo. They start putting the boots to Kevin Owens. He's already, he's already been beaten down. He's already out. They start putting the boots to him. Paul Heyman brings out handcuffs. They ha- they handcuff Kevin Owens to the ropes in a Christ-like position. His arms are his arms are out. He's handcuffed to the, to the top rope. And the Usos and Solo they just start teeing off on him like he's defenseless. He can't he can't defend himself. They're hitting him with super kicks. They're beating him down. Romans Romans talking trash to him. Sami Zayn is conflicted. He looks conflicted. He, he, like, like this isn't what he wants. Like, like, like he wanted Roman to win. Like he wanted to ingratiate himself, but he can't see his best friend, you know, beaten down this way. Roman to, and finally Roman takes a chair. He's like, we're going to end this. He's about to way like Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn steps in the way of the chair. He says, he says, no, no. He's like, he's like, it's over. Don't do this. Don't do this. Like you don't need to do. He's pleading with Roman. He's like, you don't need to do this. It's over. Like this is beneath. He's trying to appeal to his ego. He said, "This is beneath you. You don't need to do this. This is beneath you." <laughs> and Roman Reigns says, "You know what? You're right. It is beneath me. I'm not going to do this. You're going to do this." He hands him the chair. He's like, "Come on." He's like, "He's like, this is it. This is your test. Like you get, like, like you gotta, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta prove to me that that he's that he's in your past and that we and then you're a made man." You're part of the bloodline. And Sam Zane's conflicted. He can't do it. And Roman gets in his face. And that, that's what I knew. That's when I knew what was going to happen. Roman gets in his face. And he's screaming at him. He's he's like, he's, you know, what the hell are you doing? Like, like, do it. And, you know, all, all this other shit. Like, you, you want it easily. He's like, I saved you. He's like, I did. I brought you up. I'm doing this. He's like, you want to do jackass shit? Or you want to hang out the bloodline? Like, <laughs> you know, like, like called back to, call back to last WrestleMania. 
And Sami Zayn looks frustrated when this is happening. And then Roman Reigns turns his back to do, talk some more trash to Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn cocks the chair back. And just, just exactly the same way as Seth Rollins hit Roman Reigns in the back to break up the shield. Sami Zayn hauls off, nails Reigns in the back. Reigns falls forward. Crowd, enormous pop. Like, like they can't believe it. So the first thing Sammy does, he turns to Jay, drops the chair. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like, I, like, I, like, like, turns to Jay so immediately. The first guy to, to lay the boots on Sammy Zayn is Jimmy. The first dude that accepted him into the bloodline. Jimmy can't believe that this betrayal. So him and him and Solo are beaten down on Sammy Zayn. Roman recovers. He's beaten down Sammy Zayn. They turn to Jay and they say, come on. Get get in on this. Jey Uso slides out of the ring, walks up the ramp. He can't cover his face. He can't. He can't. He he's he can't believe it because he sees he sees what they did. Like like he sees all the hoops they made Sammy jump through, and they wouldn't accept him. And, and until he became somebody that he wasn't, and I think it's reminding Jey Uso of. When he first came came to grips with his cousin, and then Roman Reigns like you know takes the lay and just you know picks it apart and basically buries Sami Zayn in a, in a modified like bed of roses, and then they leave. Both Zayn and Owens laid out on the canvas as is poetic. I mean, first of all, bravo! That was, that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful recap. Uh, look, if, if you replace the chair with a gun, you got a, you got a motion picture, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, George Stevens, but, uh, WWE and, uh, Triple H have had, they have the greatest story ever told. Um, it is. It, it, I can't, I was riveted. I was captivated. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that was a long pay-per-view. Yeah, and, and plus it, it was long. long. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was long. It was past midnight. And again, this is post-match. Like I've, I don't recall right. the post-match stuff of a main event of a big pay-per-view like this lasting literally for 15 minutes. Like, the, like this, 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 this went on for like 15 minutes after the match ended. But like you said, grip like gripped and could not tear your eyes away from the screen the entire time. And I will add, got exactly the response because again, the bloodline was starting to get mm-hmm. popular with the crowd. Mm-hmm. But because Roman did, but but it was because of Sammy and because Roman did what he did. What did you hear from the crowd as soon as that shit happened? Fuck I'm, you, Roman. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean. It it's a masterclass on <laughs> how to like play with emotions of a live crowd. Like South Park did a wrestling episode mm-hmm. and um a long time ago. And Vince McMahon came to South Park looking for wrestlers. And all the kids, you know, they can't wrestle, right? But they they like, yeah, we watch wrestling. And they would get into an auditorium and they would perform like Shakespeare, like like Podunk, like middle class <laughs> Shakespeare. And like the real wrestling teacher was like, oh, it's not wrestling. Blah, blah, blah. But like, that's what Vince McMahon wanted. He wanted, and it got to the point where they went into uh, an, an amphitheater 
And it was just these dudes in luchador masks with spotlights on them delivering soliloquies. <laughs> and, and this is like, that's part of wrestling, man. And it's a, it's a really good part. That's, that's the one thing about AEW that I just, that I think they need uh, a little bit of work on. Yo, I got to get invested in people, man, especially, uh, and look, I'm invested in these people and I know them like, I, but I, but I have a newfound like appreciation for what they all do. They all know how to play their characters, man. Roman is an, Roman is an incredible professional wrestler. I was about to say that like his, (laughs) his transformation from when he first came in from, from NXT, well, it wasn't NXT when he when he was in there, but from when everyone hated him to actually becoming the person that they hated on purpose, like they he needed they needed them to hate him. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Like his character work is fucking incredible. It is <laughs> from man. what he started really out to is. as to what he is now, and he's been fucking champion for three years or two and a half to three years. That's unheard of nowadays. And he is. He's he's the best type because he's not like a monster, right? Mm-hmm. He's not like a you know a Brock Lesnar type who is just like some SNK Mortal Kombat boss or some <laughs> shit, right? No, he's 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 one hundred percent beatable. He's one hundred percent beatable. You know like, you know what he is. He's Hollywood Hogan. In, yes, in, in this day and age, <laughs> yes. he's he's beatable, but you can't beat him because just when you have him. Is when, is when the gang shows up, yeah, so just just to make sure, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. just to make sure. So, <laughs> it's uh, look, man, I I mean, like I like my heart was a flutter, like I couldn't believe it, yo, like I was, <laughs> <laughs> like and and like there's nothing wrong with like people. Some people are like, oh, this is predictable, and like the whole night, people, you know, was predictable and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with a predictable story if it's told well. And and this this whole bloodline thing was told immaculately. It it is it is it is, in my opinion, the best uh wrestling storyline there ever was. And I, I mean like to the point where it's like not even about being a wrestling storyline. Mm. It's it's um and this is one of the few things that that wrestling is able to do. Like you can't ha- like there are no live events that tell a story like this, right? Like, like yeah, there are, there have been like trilogies and like UFC fights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like, nah, yo, it's 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 different. You can't just like it's the, those are just like two guys who people want to see fight. But like that's it. Like I want to see Sammy, I want to see Sammy and Roman go at it now more than I ever have wanted to see any two people go against anything, yo. Like it's, it's amazing, and I wonder now the now the real work begins, right? Because they they appear (laughs) like 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 if you just look at it from afar, they appear to writ themselves into a corner because Roman Reigns. Is the undisputed you know WWE champion, Universal champion. He's he's the only guy with a world title belt. But Cody Rhodes has won the Royal Rumble, and Cody Rhodes gets the main event shot at WrestleMania. So what do you do? There's a couple different things you can do. I mean, I think the easiest is 
split the belts. Split the belts, right? And have Roman defend both of them. I think I think is the yeah. way is is the way that you do it. Is is you have him yeah. defend both titles on different nights. And and how that you do that be, is very interesting. The, the and look look. This is this is this is a fucking Greek tragedy, man. Like it is, it is the rot. It is it is the fall of Rome, and yeah. right, like it's the fall of Romans' reign. Like it is, it is. It, it we are we've already seen uh, cracks in Roman, right? Like he's already he's already shown uh, paranoia, and and he doesn't trust anybody. His family is breaking apart. Look. All it takes is is for one person to just be like, you know what? Well, and that and, and that and that's that's the reason. Like, it would have been easy to have like Sami Zayn, you know, crack him with a chair, and have the whole you know the whole bloodline like put the boots to him. Jay's role in all this makes this infinitely more interesting, especially yeah, with man. given the history. Yeah, man. Like, like. And this is this is what I love that not thank God Vince McMahon is not here because Vince McMahon, <laughs> you know, Vince McMahon, he he has the he has like the 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 memory of a gerbil or some shit, man. Like no, you're because, right. Like 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 if it didn't happen six, if it didn't happen three months ago, it doesn't exist in in the pantheon. Like we can't we can't address things that even that the audience remembers. Right, and but. even if you do, even if you do need like a video package recap, like because WWE does that all the time, like to to at nauseum on like Monday nights. But what a perfect like way to recap this whole thing to remind people why Jay uh, backed out, right? Like, and, he, and again, it it might be reminding because because literally how Jay came into league with Roman for those who don't remember is they literally had an I quit Hell in a Cell match mm-hmm. for the championship. But if Jay lost, he had to he had to side like he had to join Roman, essentially, like like he had to join the family, as it were. And he beat Jay so badly and choked out Jay so badly that an injured Jimmy Uso had to hobble down to the ring and throw in the towel for his brother. Like, that's how badly he beat Jay Uso. In that match, I can't. I this is this is you know how like the 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 team that wins the Super Bowl, they usually give like a like a DVD or like a like mm-hmm. a like a Blu-ray of a of a, the recap of the season, and then mm-hmm. they do the NFL films thing. Like I want this. Like <laughs> you I, want like just, I, you I want just like an hour, this. like an hour long recap of the bloodline storyline. <laughs> yeah, man, I, and I and I want it. I want it to. I want it up until when Reigns loses those titles. Like it's it's the fall of Rome, and it's it's going to be. I have a feeling this is going to be amazing. Like it's. I mean, I don't know what to say, man. I I I didn't think wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Something as stupid as wrestling. <laughs> Dudes in their underwear <coughs> rolling around. And this is the highest form of drama I've seen in a long, long time. I tell you, when I was watching it um, the other night, what got me, well, I, the whole the whole storyline is amazing. But what got me is the pop that Sami Zayn got when he hit that nigga in the back of, in the back with that chair. I, I swear to God, I think that was the loudest pop I've ever heard in my entire life. That it, it like, was, it was, was equivalent. It was, yeah. It was, it was so loud. It, like it distorted my speakers. 
I was it, like, it, the, the, the only pop that I can remember that was somewhat on the same level was during the invasion angle when like McMahon was like trying to coax like Steve Austin out of the bar to come save Team WWF because he wasn't the same Stone Cold anymore. And then he and he showed and he showed up at the arena and then like all of a sudden like the crowd knew he was coming down to the ring when when the invasion folks were beaten down on Team WWF. And then when they if you go to see he, you know watch that on YouTube, that's a loud fucking pop. This this was this was the only thing I've seen that really rivaled that that I can yeah, remember. And I it was insane. I'm like, yeah, they 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 pulled it off. Now they just have to I, pull the trigger on when he's going to lose the belts. And I love this Sammy. I love this Sammy was the one to do it. Like Sammy was the one to he showed the agency, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it would have been like you said, it would have been super easy for just the bloodline to turn. That would have made Sammy look incredibly weak, mm-hmm. and and like no, nah, yo, like I, no, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna get pushed around, yo, like, like oh my god, that's it's, mm. well, and and again, Sammy, Sammy's motives here are still, I mean, they're still technically ambiguous because you could make the argument that he just he just snapped, like he didn't he didn't mean to do it, but because Roman was braiding him so badly, he just lost his mind and snapped because again. The first thing he does as soon as he does it is he drops the chair and and profusely apologizes to Jey Uso, like turns directly to him and is like, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry, because he because that's who he feels like he's really he's really devastating in the end. Like, 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 that's the guy that he worked really hard to. Like, he's like, oh, man, if I could just get in with Jay, like, I've got it paid. And and that's the guy that he that who he feel like he really screwed over with the whole thing. But again, and Jimmy and Jay are still the tag champs. Like as as Jay was leaving the ring, (laughs) yeah, Jay fucking Jay's leaving the ring. Jimmy audibly shouting him. You can hear him on the broadcast. You said he's your brother. I'm your actual brother. He's like, what are you doing? Like get get back here. Oh my god, it was it was so many threats. It's it's I don't know I don't know where they go, but yeah, this is this is storytelling one on one. It's a it's such a simple story, but there's so many threads to it that you. And it's fucking like Michael said, it's wrestling. Well, that and that is what? the thing. Like, there's like I was, I was thinking about like some of the other great like stories in wrestling that have been told. Um, you know, like I think of like Austin McMahon, Sting Hogan. You know, like 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 that shit. And, and obviously, like they all have their problems. Like Sting Hogan, Hogan was fine up until they completely crashed the plane into the ground when when they, when they were when they were trying to land it. Like that that was a problem. Um. But none of them had like this level of nuance to all this. Like, like there, there's no, there's nothing in it that just has like, like you said, like you guys said, all these, all these additional threads and all these complications to the narrative. Because again, this could go so many different ways now. Like, what if Jay Uso just fucking straight up leaves the bloodline? What if he aligns himself with Sami Zayn? You know, what if, what if he helps cost Roman? Like, like what if Sami and Roman, Roman do wrestle and he helps cost Roman? Like the title, that kind of shit. Like, like a lot of shit can happen. A lot I'm of very stuff can look. Elimination Chamber is in Montreal. I, I don't know. I'm. So, I've never have I been more excited for just a random elimination chamber. Like I, like, well, and, and that's the thing. Like you almost have to. I almost feel like if you're because like because like I said, it's gonna be a bummer when this when the blow off for this feud is like. Sammy and Kevin win the tag titles. Like that's that that's my fear. 
that's my fear is that we don't get the true like we don't get the true boss resolution however given the event that's coming up next given where it is and given the principles involved that might not be a bad way to go at elimination chambers have them wrestle against the usos for the tag titles and because jay is conflicted or or for whatever reason somehow that cost them and they cost them this like record reign against do they have both titles they do yes yeah like what the fuck but they've why, been why defending they they've been defending them separately as of late haven't they? I thought they. I thought that um, I they thought have because they're because they're running like a tournament on SmackDown to def, to for the SmackDown titles, and then on Raw. I can't remember who's who's beefing with them on Raw, but some some tag team is beefing with them on Raw right now. This is so fucking weird. As well, I mean, I I don't mind doing that sometimes because again, like if you really want to build up a champion, that's a real easy way to do it. It's like they're they're such a champion. They're like the they're like a double champion. Like 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 they're the, like they're so good that they've got all the belts. It's it's like a boxing champion. Like that has, you know, he's the world champion of these four different boxing federations. Yeah. So I said, it's it's been high drama. Um, and yeah, I think I, I can't think of a wrestling storyline that's been better. Um, and again, especially one that go, that's that's drawing on stuff that happened years ago. Like at the very beginning of the stuff the, when it's the longevity of this one is, is right. like the main thing. Like you had like when um Hogan and Macho Man with Elizabeth, that fucking home wrecking ass nigga Macho um Hogan trying to <laughs> steal his girl. Fuck that nigga. But <laughs> like, but that, but that happened. That happened in like three months. Like that. Like that right. was like three months that's from what I'm starting. Saying, like this. Just, yeah. And then the NWO, um, that entire storyline. But they fucking destroyed that because they just took basically took over the whole goddamn yeah um WCW. Uh, but when that first started, yeah, like I don't know if anything is beating like the beginning of the NWO storyline outside of this, this one that's going on now. But yeah, that's, those are the two big ones that I can remember mm-hmm. off the top. I, I can't believe it. Yeah. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's really good. It is really good. It's fucking nuts. So yeah, we, so again, for, for if you, if you hug in for the non-wrestling talk, sorry, but again, this was the most mo- one, probably the most monumental thing uh, that's happened, like in in story and professional wrestling for a long, long time. <laughs> Triple H knows what the fuck he's doing, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a student. Of the and, that, and, and, that, and that's that's the thing that pisses me off is that if Vince McMahon does, you know, worm his way back into creative, you have to question what like the financial like the, like the heads are doing down there because. Like just look at the buzz you're getting on, on on online about this shit, and when people are talk, talking about it this way, don't let that highest, be anywhere near your fucking creative. It's the, uh, look, it's the highest gated Royal Rumble ever, and I, I, I just, I mean, I don't want to think about what happens, what would happen if Vince McMahon came back, because I <laughs> want to think happy thoughts, but um, I can just see it now, you know, like. No, 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 no. He, he did it by mistake. And now you're back to being his lackey because you're not <laughs> big, huge. Like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Gunther was was the 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 Iron Man. Yeah, uh, I, I had a, a bit of an issue with that. Yeah, after, what's her name? No, not not him being the Iron oh. Man, but what's her <laughs> name coming in at number one and winning it the second in the second one. I mean, I'm. Uh oh. 
Terrence froze up on us. That was weird. Oh, there you are. Okay, you froze. You froze up for a second. Oh my fault. Um, yeah, I was saying you had two people coming at number one, and he lasted to the last two, and then um, what's her name? Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley came in at number one and won. I'm yeah, like, and 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 the last one eliminated like, in that Royal Rumble was Lib Morgan, who came in at number two. So number like two. like they were they were <laughs> yeah, both like, there. Why did y'all the, do that twice? That's kind of cool. Yeah, but, you know. I I I agree with you on that point. Um, you could have easily just had Gunther be number three and still had yeah, the same right. it would have been yeah like Rhea Ripley's would have been a little bit better than yeah like, like like and and he, and he still would have been a made man that was cool though like I like I I was I had a couple people that I had tabbed to kind of get their get their flowers in the Royal Rumble um this year I was not expecting him but I'm really glad that it was him like like I'm I'm that that tells me that come you know SummerSlam maybe WrestleMania time next year that look at him to be in some of the top spots and, and deservedly <laughs> so like that's, that's an awesome dude to have, to have up there. Yeah. yeah. Man. Goodness gracious. Yeah. I had fun with that rumble, man. It was long. Like I didn't need, uh, I didn't need the rave match. Yeah. <laughs> I still think they don't know what to do with him, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> I posted. I posted the 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 meme that I posted in response to that in, in our Discord was was the the Benoit Blanc meme where he's like, it doesn't make any sense. Right, compels me. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, I'm scratching my head, but I'm like, I still want to see what happens next. I'm really bad at stupid things. That's, uh... <laughs> That's what I feel like. That's a, that's what I feel like now that uh, you mentioned Benoit Blanc, man. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. Uh, this shit was amazing. Um, look, you want to talk about wrestling? You want to talk about the Royal Rumble? You want to talk? You want to? You want to thirst over Rhea Ripley, like uh, the rest of the world? Uh, you can go to densepixels.com slash fans uh, and join our Discord. Maybe don't like. Like thirst on Ripley in the Discord. <laughs> That's gross. But like, but you're already on the internet thirsting for Rhea Ripley. While you're on the internet, go to densepistols.com slash fans and get invited to our Discord. I'm talking about a lot of things. Uh look, every pay-per-view, uh, the wrestling channel is on and popping, as they say. Um, but you can also join uh you can also ask a question in the post office. Um, you can uh pimp your stream, you can find people looking for uh, uh, games to play with, uh, and you can just talk about like general, you know, uh, video game news at uh, densepixels.com slash fans. Go to youtube.com slash densepixels uh, when you're not going to youtube.com searching real Ripley thirst, and uh, you can subscribe. Uh, look, <coughs> you haven't seen Terrence in a long time on this channel. Go to youtube.com slash densepixels and look at him. Um, <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, look, and and if you're hearing Terrence for the first time in a long time, don't fret. Terrence is on uh, the Nerdpocalypse yeah, Black and Black shows, Cinema. Uh, that you and you should subscribe to them. Uh, the Nerdpocalypse Black on Black Cinema. We we just did a bad movie about black people about black Nazis. Um, they weren't Nazis. That was false advertisement. <laughs> no. no. Uh, coming distractions and the weekly preview episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. 
And uh, if that's not enough, go to densepuzzle.com slash premium for $5 a month or $50 for the full year. You get access to the premium slate of podcasts, including back episodes of The Airing of Grievances, No Time to Bleed, The Men with the Golden Tongues, Upstage Conversation, and the full current weekly episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Now, look, they haven't done uh, this week, but look. The the end of last week's episode of Look Forward <laughs> the five dollars yeah. at least. I I don't even remember what we talked about at the end of last fucking, week's episode. No, it was the clip that Jay played for you. Oh, that's right. That was one of the funniest things. <laughs> oh, I've that's heard right. Yes, yes, yes. I look. I swear to God. I swear to God. I was I was in Rock Creek Park driving home, and I almost drove into a ditch. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Um. Yeah, <laughs> look, go to deadspaces.com slash premium uh, and go listen to that episode and listen to every single one of their episodes. They do. They do great work over there. Uh, we do also sometimes talk about video games on this video game podcast, uh, including uh, <laughs> including Microsoft. And they had a uh, they had a little bit of like a I, I call it a Xbox direct of sorts last week where they talked about some of their upcoming first party games, uh, notably not Starfield. Um, but they did, you know, they talked about Redfall, had an extended presentation on that. They also stealth dropped a new game uh, that no one had ever heard of from from uh, from uh, Tango Gameworks, who are the makers of uh, Ghostwire Tokyo and the Evil Within games. Uh, but this is not a horror game. This is a rhythm like character action game uh, called Hi-Fi Rush. And I'm here to tell you, in terms of games that have been stealth dropped onto our heads, it might be the best one ever. Now, it's not a long list of games that have been stealth dropped. Uh, but this game is really fun. Um, all I, Like Terrence and Michael, what I will tell you, I don't know if either of you have played this yet. I have played it. Okay. Um, the the, the two-second pitch is, what if Devil May Cry were a rhythm game? And that's basically what hi-fi rush is where yeah it's an action combat game but you want to do it to the beat that's essentially that's that's the easiest way easiest way to describe it and it is fucking fun i will tell you fucking fun i was um i was surprised how how into it i got um because you know it's for people who like don't play action games like devil may cry and stuff like that um your first instinct is to just mash, mash light attack or mash heavy attack. And if you actually like pay attention and have some control in Devil May Cry and Ninja Gaiden and stuff like that, like there are certain combos that you can only do by like tapping a button and then pausing for two seconds and then tapping it again or tapping a button, holding a button and different combinations like, like the common, like the, the skip, but, but you can get away with just kind of mashing. It might yeah, it's not got, it's got a, yeah, like I said, it's, it's e- easy to learn hard to master is the term that gets, that gets thrown out all the time. Right. This game, Hi-Fi Rush is the perfect bridge between just mashing and learning how to play those type of games. Um, I found myself like, I found myself like, because it has a, it has a, it has a, a, a strict beat and I found myself tapping you know, my foot to try and make sure that I, I stay on rhythm. Uh, because like I, everything in the world is like sync synchronized to the, to the rhythm. But, uh, that's, 
a little sensory overload for me. I, I need to like, I, I got to focus on what I'm doing. I'm old. I, I can't, I can't be looking at, you know, I can't be looking at the trees dance and shit. <laughs> doing the night at the Roxbury while while these robots trying to hit me. But yeah, man, it's it's super fun. Uh and you know me. I I don't I don't like just play random ass games. It, well, mm-hmm. This didn't cost this didn't cost a bajillion dollars and take 15 years to make. Don't want to play it. Nah, <laughs> this, is, this is good, man. This is good. And and it it took me a second to get to grips with the combat because all of your attacks, whether you time your button presses well or not, all of your attacks happen on the beat. So like when you press X to do a light attack, it's like it it takes like it takes till the next beat before the attack actually lands. So like it doesn't. You're used to when you play an action game when you press a button, your character immediately starts the animation. It doesn't doesn't work that way. You're you're almost like preloading your attacks, if that makes sense. So it's it. it it takes a second to wrap your wrap your head around it, but once you do, it's it's actually really intuitive. I, I think it's an easier way for folks that don't pl- that don't typically play like DMC style games to get into something like this because it kind of gives them an anchor to you know to kind of gravitate towards because oh like I can hit buttons with the beat like that's that's easy to do. But I think that and, and what's cool is that so I, I've only played the first two stages. And and the stages are long. Like each stage took me an hour to to beat because they mix up, you know, like a platforming section with, and, and then you have like a combat encounter, and then you do another platforming section, and you do a combat encounter, and there's some other, like you know, environmental traversal mechanics that you know that that you can do. But the first two stages almost act like as an extended tutorial because when you beat the first stage, you're just like, oh, this is pretty simple because you think the game has shown you everything that there is to see. And then in the whole second stage, you're still learning new combat mechanics that you can integrate into your play. And you're like, Oh, this is actually really fucking deep. <laughs> like it's kind of, it's kind of crazy that they've been working on this game completely in secret. Nobody like, like they, this was kept completely under wraps. Nobody knew a damn thing about it. And they just announced it. And they're like, Oh, by the way, it's available now to purchase. And it's on game pass. And it's great. Like, like it's it's easily the best game. I mean, again, we're in fucking January, but it's the best game that's come out so far in 2023 to the point where. Now, granted, Forspoken was advertised as a PS5 exclusive, but it's also on PC. Mm. Um, but Hi-Fi Rush far exceeded like Forspoken's revenue on PC. And this is a game that that came out with no marketing it costs half the price as as for spoken more, more than half the price of for spoken and it's available for free if you have game pass and yet still on steam people were buying this game like crazy much more than for spoken the big the first big triple a like let's throw an advertising you know budget behind this game that came out earlier that that came out last week yeah that's yeah. a goddamn shame for spoken yeah. looks like it took a lot of effort to develop. So does this actually? This fucking High mm-hmm. Fire Rush looks really good. I, I love the art style of High Fire Rush. I love the way the like the cutscenes are like not sixty frames per second, but it, it's kind of like does the whole like a lot of a lot of people are doing this whole um, like Into the Spider Verse thing with mm-hmm. their their animation now. Um, but yeah, this looks good, and uh, for Spoken looks looks good visually, right? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but that game doesn't look fun to play at, yeah. at fucking all. 
Um, it don't sound good either. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> voice acting. I don't. I don't know if it's the voice actors or the the dialogue. The I dialogue think it's, is I think fucking it's all awful. Of, I think it's all from, of it. Uh, but, but dialogue is the dialogue is is from what I've heard. I did not buy this game. Don't 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 go soon. <laughs> uh, but from what I've heard, it everything just everything yeah, about it is just it's like a January movie. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the only thing, the only thing fucking me up in Hi Fi Rush is that Robbie Draymond uh, is the voice of Chai, who's the main character in the game. And since I just got finished playing Persona Five, like at, like all I could hear is a catchy. I'm just like fucking hey, like, like, that, that, that son of a bitch <laughs> messing with me. So, um, yeah, Hi Fi Rush is great. Like I said, if you have Game Pass, absolutely try it. And even if you fucking don't, uh, thirty bucks is you're getting you're getting a good a good game for thirty dollars. So you could do a lot worse. There has been one, before you continue, there has been one game that I actually have been playing for the last couple of weeks. Um, um, Vampire Survivors. <laughs> on your phone? No. Um, oh. On the laptop. Oh, um, sweet. Funny story. I had, um, <laughs> I got an update on Microsoft Edge. No one uses Microsoft Edge. <laughs> so I opened it up and I ended up, I looked at my Microsoft points. Because I haven't looked at them forever, right? And I had like mm-hmm. seventeen thousand points from like twenty fourteen. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, "Why do I even still have these? That's crazy." I thought they would have gotten rid of them, but I used them. I bought a ten dollar Xbox um, game game card, ten bucks, um, mm-hmm. and apparently they gave me a dollar uh, Xbox Game Pass, PC Game Pass for three months. Uh, I bought Vampire Survivors and downloaded a couple other games. Vampire Survivors is very fun. Oh yeah. It's a very fun game. I've unlocked everything. Literally everything you can <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Now I'm just doing like single weapon runs to see if I can get through um through a level with just one weapon. One mm-hmm. weapon. Because you can uh, unlock uh limit break mode. I don't know how much of it you played. Uh I, I have unlocked limit break right? mode already, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, if you once you unlock limit break mode and like everything else that you can unlock in that game, yeah, you can do one one weapon runs. And beat um, death with the laurel and the uh, lancet. Yeah. Oh, so, so how much have I played? So, like, so on Steam, um, because they don't care about achievements. Like, they're just like, we're just mm-hmm. gonna put as many achievements as possible in the fucking game. So every every unlock on the on the um, unlock screen gives you an achievement yeah. essentially on yeah. Steam. So there's like a like, I, and I bought the DLC also. So there's like a hundred fifty. Yeah, there's there's 100, 152. Yeah, uh, I have 140 of them at this point. So. Yeah, <laughs> so. I have I have all of the unlocks, all the weapons, even all the secret characters. There's, there's like 45 characters to play mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah, I've done everything you could possibly do. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to it. I took a break from it because I started playing Persona, and then that sent me down uh, Japanese role playing hell. Um, between that and now, like I'm obsessed with Monster Hunter, um, so like, so like I'm stuck in there. Um, but I will revisit it again at some point. I, I played a little bit of the DLC. That level's really fucking hard. I'll tell you that, that, yeah, that, that DLC map. It, yeah. It again. Once you beat everything, you unlock character. Yeah, there's a character in the DLC that's invincible. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> there's an invincible character. But the, the thing is, like they blow up at at 30 minutes. Oh, you I can't see. even. You have no opportunity to even fight that with that character gotcha um, but yeah i just picked that character to just to see what weapons are really really good by themselves mm-hmm. and which ones are trash uh, but yes it's it's a it's a great game 
that I paid three dollars for. Yeah, <laughs> that, and I, I got uh, well. I downloaded Slate Aspire again. Um, I still can't beat the first fucking dungeon, man. That shit's hard. <laughs> I don't. I don't do well with uh, card games. I mean, it's it, it is it is a it is a specific. Uh, so, like I said, it's something to wrap your head around. I, I I started fresh on Steam in Slate Aspire, and I'm already. I've I'm at I'm at Ascension ten with or sorry Ascension nine with two characters and then I'm at like seven with the two other characters that are in the game. I just get my ass kicked. I I think it's because I don't have the proper cards mm-hmm. yet, so I haven't done a lot of runs. So I feel like I'll just keep keep at it and get the cards I need to actually get through. So I'll I'll give you I'll give you the deck building <laughs> one hundred and one lesson um, that many people don't learn uh, until they've been playing deck building for a while. Um, don't take every card that's presented to you. Like like that that's the big thing is that like you can bloat your deck. Like try to keep your deck focused on doing one or two things really well. Um, and just kind of roll with that. That's, that's, that's the key is that a lot of people like they'll get, they'll take a card upgrade every time it happens. But then when your deck's 45 cards large, your best cards yeah, you don't get, get drawn. Right, yeah. Right, less, right, like right, a lot, lot right, less frequently. Bullshit. So, yeah. yeah. Um, some news this week. We're still on Xbox. Um, again, this weekend, get your politics, uh, out of my video games. Uh, so like Republicans love to be mad about nothing. Um, you know, they, they just find something that's, that's completely innocuous and they just get really upset about it and say that it's, you know, the government's trying to, or, or corporations are trying to, they're, they're too woke. They're too woke. And they're trying to, they're trying to, you know, toss their woke values at you. Uh, the latest is that conservatives are yelling at Microsoft, uh, for, Forcing gamers to power down their Xbox consoles to fight climate change. That's how <laughs> that's how they phrase it. That's that's what they think. Yo, here's what actually. Shit, yeah. yeah, here's here's what actually. <laughs> Microsoft. In like what what they're talking about, the story they're talking about is that Microsoft rolled out an update. Part of their part of their most recent update to the Xbox console is that now by default. The system will go into power saving mode when you turn it off so that many gamers, because because before the default setting was power saving mode, not off like we're going to we're going we're gonna to basically keep your Xbox in standby so we can download updates and shit while you're offline. But now the default is power saving mode is is turned on. And if you want Republicans, like if, like if you have your Xbox at home and you want to guzzle as much energy as possible when you're not playing your xbox you can simply change that setting because the non-energy saving mode is still available to use on the on the console you know what i've been doing for the last 15 years (laughs) turning on power saver mode on my fucking television or whatever other electronic i'm able to do it on (laughs) because i don't like paying for fucking i don't like paying bg and e Thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Thank you. Jesus. Like, I, I mean, it's great that I'm helping the environment and all, but like, nah, yo, Pepco <laughs> is a lot of money, yo. Right. I hate them. I can't stand them, yo. Why are they allowed to do this dumb shit? Be, be, like, be, ah. Because they're because their voters do not hold hold them accountable for not actually achieving anything in Congress while they're there, except for yelling and being bad about stuff. Stoves. I personally, I have an electric uh, glass top stove. I hate that motherfucker. 
I can't stand. Yo, you can't. It's not. It's not a good way to cook. It really I hate is it. Not a good I would cook. rather have a gas stove, honestly. It's a good way have... to burn food, like that, but that's about it. <laughs> and you can't tell until you smell. right. Until you right. Like, oh, I God. hate it. I hate gas. I I I, I, I also prefer gas stoves as well. We have a gas stove, but when it's time to buy a new stove, if all that's available is induction stoves, guess what? I'll yeah. fucking live. Like, right. like it's not like, the end of the world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Induction stoves are still better than that piece of shit, like electric burner stove that I had when I lived in my apartment. Those are the worst. <laughs> yeah. I, those coils. Yeah. Those yeah, are the I absolute worst. No, I can't stand that shit. So, yeah. so at least, at least, at least we have induction now. Oh. Well, yeah, that's, that's better than gas, but yeah, no. So, so never fear Republicans, uh, Microsoft, not coming for your Xboxes. Uh, you know, wokeism is not happening on Xbox. Uh, they're just trying to save some energy. And look, for someone like me, um, I do keep my Xbox in standby mode, but I don't I don't play the motherfucker, so I should probably put this in power save mode, honestly, because I never played the damn thing. What am I going to update? <laughs> Season three of Halo Infinite that I'm never going to go back to? I, I, yeah. Okay. I heard about... <laughs> I heard about High Five Rush. I was like, "All right, let me." I took the control I dusted it off. Right? <laughs> this is why we do a show together, right. and um, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it was like, "Oh, you've got like three updates." I'm like, "Jesus Christ! God How long has it been?" But look, it's, it's an Xbox. So those, up, those updates go lickety split. I don't know what I don't know what magic beans Microsoft powers the Xbox console with, but for some reason, their updates compared to PlayStation take like no time at all. It's crazy. It it's been, it had been so long that my television my television has a dedicated input you know icon for the Xbox, and it registers like, hey, this is an Xbox. So here's a lo- a beautiful Xbox logo on your on your homepage on your Samsung, and it just was gone. For the longest time, because I never turned it on. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, look, man, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yo, Stop Ted using the Cruz word. Cruz is a fucking dickhead, yo. Like, look at this tweet. First gas stoves, then your coffee. Now they're gunning for your Xbox. Yeah, and guess and guess to punch that dude in the face. And guess really and guess where the story came from. This, this here here this oh, yeah, good, saw, yeah, oh, good a good dead also. pixels a good dead pixels callback. Our friend Glenn Beck is at it again. <laughs> <laughs> Where is our Superman? First glass stove, gas stoves, then your coffee, now your Xbox. But first, they came for Superman. <laughs> Yo, Superman's gay now. They're coming for him. They're gonna hack. They're gonna hack your phone from from the street. Remember, like he was mad about Watch Dogs. Like there, it was a game that promoted that promoted hacking. Yeah, yeah, with, with magic, magic phones. Phone. <laughs> All right, no. all right. It's, it's upsetting Christ. that they allow to do this shit and people actually believe them. I, I just, it's just like the internet is designed to learn stuff, right? Like the learning channel used to be designed <laughs> so you can learn stuff, right? I mean, I learned I learned something that day <laughs> with that with the J show. I couldn't believe it. Like, like, that's what the internet is there for. You, you see something and then you do, you do a little bit of research. You find out whether it's true or not. You dumb nigga. Okay, you know, Terrence, what? why why learn things when you can just read a really incendiary headline that does that doesn't at all portray That's what's happening in the actual context, and just share you're that? Right. You're right, Brad. Why learn? Yeah, I'm, why? I'm the dickhead. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, 
fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Hey, we've we've got we've got uh, we've got natural gas to huff out of a fucking running stove burner that we need. Uh, we don't time to read fucking news articles. Get out of here. At least the whole gas stove thing is fucking like, hey, like we're actually trying to to get like benefit your health, like that, like there's health that there's health risks potentially to using a gas stove. Like, fuck you, I'm gonna die with my gas cooking. Like, okay, yeah, fine, I guess. They also didn't want to get vaccinated, so of course they're not gonna hey, get rid of their gas stove. Fucking Ron DeSantis is sharing fucking gas and flags, with gas stoves on them. Meanwhile, ninety percent of the stoves in Florida are fucking electric. Get the hell out of here, <laughs> Ron DeSantis, you <laughs> dummy. Um. We've been talking a whole lot about labor organization in the video game industry. Um, I have to share uh, the most ironically funny labor story. It's not actually funny, but it's funny, what you, and you'll understand why it's funny in a second. So another Activision Blizzard studio uh, was planning to unionize, and they were all voting on this. But recently, uh, they have dropped the plans to form a union, and they say it's because of confrontational tactics by their CEO. Uh, this is the uh, studio that did the, what is it? Um, what the hell was the name of that game? Spell, spell something. It was, there was like a battle royale game with like wizards that they did. Oh, Spellbreaker. Yeah. Spellbreak. That's what it was. And it was so good that Blizzard's like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to acquire the studio and they're going to help us do shit. And that's great. Um, but their CEO, uh, in in the wake of employees thinking about unionization, uh, qu- according to them, uh, chose to follow Activision's Blizzard's lead and responded to workers' desire to form a union with confrontational tactics. And this doing so disempowered and demoralized the group, which made a free and fair election difficult. So basically, they were involved in union busting. The reason that this is funny from an ironic point of view is because the name of the studio <laughs> is Proletariat. Yo, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Can't make this shit up. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when I saw this this story, like and like, you know, I I I, need, I really needed someone to just do the headline like union busting tactics from the CEO affects Proletariat Studios. Yo, that's and that's all I wanted to see. <laughs> Yo, if, if you're if you're gonna call yourself fucking proletariat studios, how the fuck are you gonna be bust breaking up unions? How do you think do you think that it's a possibility that they just didn't know what the the proletariat proletariat means yes i think that's a high possibility now based, like, <laughs> based, on, like, based on this information i mean but like who hears the word proletariat doesn't know what it means it's just like that's a cool ass word like, i'm gonna <laughs> name it. like it's not like a band name like I need, I need them to now redeem themselves. Like the government studios, like like the, yeah. like the man studios. Oh my god, that's funny, man! Fucking Zar, like Czar Nicholas the Second Studios out here in fucking Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, get the fuck oh, out of here! Get the fuck hilarious. out of here! So yeah, I, um, I I I had to mention it because that tickled me. That tickled me when I saw that story. So. Uh, look, go to uh, go to densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of your Amazon purchases. When you go to densepixels.com for 
uh, slash Amazon for all your Amazon purchases. You don't pay anything extra. You get us a, uh, a little bit of a finder's fee. Uh, I'm on densepixels.com slash Amazon, and it says picked up where I left off, and I'm seeing a bunch of Sony... I'm, I'm seeing a bunch of Sony A7 cameras. I did not leave off there because uh, <laughs> I don't have twenty two hundred dollars. I mean, see, but don't you have an A6 anyway? I've, I've, uh, yeah, I had an A6100. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not a professional, right? I, I'm using it for this, right? Like, <laughs> so. But if you would like to go buy a Sony A7 III. <laughs> Uh, for $2,200, please go to Amazon.com <laughs> slash Dense Pixels. Please. Uh, because that would really, really help. Um, everything else is just like diapers because <laughs> my eldest is uh, eating table food now. So he's got big boy poops. Oh, my youngest, <laughs> my youngest, my eldest, Jesus. My my eldest has big boy poops and he stinks. <laughs> young 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 boys tend to stink. That is that is unfortunate. Yeah, buddy. How it yeah, goes. Buddy. Turn That's the fan okay. on. I don't want the fan on. Look, boy, you better turn that damn fan on. <laughs> you stink. Like I said, they 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 may uh they may be young boys, but they do have fucking adult stink asses. Fucking like the, yeah, the smells that come from my son are insane. So <laughs> god damn. And that doesn't stop, by the way. Like that 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 is never ending. So great. Uh T Wash asks in the Dense Pixels post office, which you two can submit questions by going to densepixels.com slash fans. In your opinion, who had the best wrestling rivalry? He suggests Booker T and Stone Cold. With the groceries. That's stuff. one you don't that's one you don't hear uh every day. A uh, bit of trivia. Booker T's dick fell out of his pants in that grocery <laughs> store. I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> uh. So there you go. And Stone Cold did his best to hurry up, try to cover it up. So <laughs> next time, so uh, I, think about that next time you uh, want to revisit your favorite rivalry. Fucking <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Booker T's dick swinging in the milk aisle. Right, oh, thanks. Um, I feel like the answer to this question has to be Austin McMahon, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. It it, it literally defined a, a, a generation. Uh, people are longing for uh, it, it. It was the perfect like it was the perfect like thing at the time too, right? Like it's the nineties, um, and and it's it was it was a lot of. <coughs> The, the Austin being the the every man that every man wishes he could be, and and uh, McMahon being like the boss that every person that hates their job, uh, he he was the personification of that. Yeah, it was it was it was cathartic, right? Like seeing seeing this, you know, beer swilling, uh, redneck. Uh, hit his boss over the head with a with a bedpan, like that was like that was great, man. <laughs> and and, it, and it's insane how long it lasted too. I mean, it it kind of it kind of petered out at the end there. Um, the whole higher power story really really fucked that whole thing up. <laughs> yeah, again, again, like thank yeah. God that Vince McMahon is not here just to try and swerve us. Like, nah, yo, 
You don't need to be swerved. We don't need incest. We don't, uh, we don't need, you know, having sex with dead chicks in, in, uh, in coffins. Uh, he's a just, weird fucking dude. Yeah, he's, yeah, weird he's, got, he's got some issues. That's like seventy years old. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's, it, there's not too many industries where you can see a fucking grown ass middle aged man work out some of his psychological trauma <laughs> in front of you every week. But yet, the wrestling it, industry exists. And that was also like a perfect storm, also because he fucked Brett over. Mm-hmm. And then, like a year and a half, maybe a couple months later, that whole rivalry started with him. So yeah, I, yeah, I would put that up there. Yeah, it's it's funny how the best stories seem to just arise out of like happenstance occurrences. Yeah. Like Sami Zayn, like trust me, when Sami Zayn joined the Bloodline, there is no fucking way that they had this trajectory plotted out. Like they they no. they've been rolling with the punches a little bit on that. So. Uh, Vic Bear asks, are there any game genres that you like but are aging out of? For him, it's fighting games. Uh, he says, I'm in my late 30s, and some of these combos I can't hit like I could in my youth. Step your game up, dog. I'm 40. I can still. Aging out of? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can play just about anything. Now, what I like and what I don't. I don't play what I don't like. So, mm-hmm. no, nah, I don't think there's anything that I'm aging out of. I'm, I'm, going the, I'm, little, I'm going the opposite direction. Shooting. I'm going the opposite direction. Like I'm, I'm getting, I'm close. To, I'm approaching my forties, and I'm like, you know what? I could get into Souls games. I could just play <laughs> like, like the hardest, fucking, <laughs> the hardest fucking games in the planet. Like, that's wild. That's fucking. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm starting. Like I'm not aging out, but I'm like, I don't want my games to be that difficult. Like I used to. <laughs> I don't. I've been there for a long time, man. <laughs> I've been there for a long time. Yeah, I, I want to relax, man. For for me, I've I've I'm pretty much done at this point with like sports sims. Um, uh, like, I will say I haven't yeah. like sports. Like that's why I don't play the WWE games, man. Like they got to. I heard like 2022 was kind of got back to its not mm-hmm. roots, but like a little bit more simple than it has been for the last like 10 years. Um, a little more fun. When the fuck does that AEW game come out? I thought it was supposed to come out. It's supposed to come out this year, supposedly. Okay. So we'll see. Better. I want to play it. That'd be good. I mean, look, I I fear that that game has like fucking 65 Metacritic written all over it. So. Oh, it's not going to be. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. (laughs) Like their whole. Their whole marketing strategy is Mm -hmm. that it's just like the ones you played on N64. That's fine enough. That's fine, yeah. but like that can't be the only thing, yo. Like no. your marketing strategy is, hey, this game plays like a game that you played twenty five years ago, and can still play know, today man. if you really, if you really want to, yeah. you really want to play <laughs> No Mercy. <laughs> like it's you not know, that hard to find mods that they put. Emulators like, exist. Entirely <laughs> upload like yeah. updated roster on that game and those games. Yeah, man. Um, I just I, I, I want to play game, it, but like, there's no impact on the moves. That's the only thing I noticed for that Fight Forever game. Like, mm, this looks fun, but like, I don't, it doesn't feel like I'm doing any damage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's anything I'm, I've aged out of just yet. What was the, the tough thing wrestling games always have is how, is how do you handle fatigue? Like, like you almost have to like either commit to the fact that it's a fighting game or you have to have like some convoluted system that never seems to work very well. 
So yeah, yeah like what the fuck was the fatigue system in the N sixty four games? Uh, you beat your opponent down until their like their their the, momentum meter was blue. Blue, right? Yeah. You still okay? But there was still there was still like a hidden health bar that they right, had. That's what I mean. Because like there was you could, that yeah, weird you health them bar. Down you still kick out when you were in blue, right? And sometimes you get a KO. Like there's no fucking KOs in wrestling, but all right, <laughs> <laughs> you got it. But you can turn it off. Uh, Mark asks, when was the last time you were almost un- <laughs> this is a bad t- a bad question to ask Terrence. Uh, when was the last time you were almost unreasonably angry at a video game? Uh, he said this is not inspired at all by someone parking his reserved spot at work. Unreasonably angry. Yeah. Like we've all, we, we've told the Ninja Guide 2 story ad nauseum yeah, on the show before. So everyone knows that at this point. Um, that's probably the I mean, you you literally stabbed the video game. I think I, I don't I don't think actually no. It's 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 MVC, isn't it? No, that was um, Street Fighter Four. Oh, was it? Yeah. No, when you when you when you whipped your controller at your TV. Yeah, that was Street Fighter Four. Oh, was it? I thought it was. I thought it was Ultimate Marvel. So no, Ultimate Marvel wasn't even out. Oh, it was Street Fighter Four. It was uh, I was fighting um, against what's that? <laughs> like what's her name? The, the electrical hand chick, Sea uh, Viper. Okay, yeah, yeah. Street Viper and Street Fighter Four, and I, I fucking lost it. Had to buy a whole new TV. Um, <laughs> that was the last time, actually, when I'm like, I gotta, I gotta fucking relax. I got a problem, <laughs> you know. But yeah, that was the last time I was unreasonably angry. Now I just be like, you know what? I'm just gonna go watch watch a TV show. Turn the shit off. I don't have time for this. I I feel like I told this story before. I was once done in by a glitch in Madden 05 in my franchise where it had this weird glitch that like, if you played the Steelers and they were the road team, if you did not physically go in and adjust their jerseys, that it would soft lock the game and you'd have to reboot it. So I was the Ravens in my franchise. I was, I was, it it was week 16 back when they had 17 week seasons and I had to, and I had to play the Steelers and they were on the road and I, I it kept soft locking the game. So I thought it was the bug and it fucking glitched. And I was, so I was like, all right, I, this isn't working. I just got to simulate the game. I lost the simulated game. And then I lost the, my last game of the season, which caused me to miss the playoffs by one game. And it is like the only time in my life that I went fucking full Chad and literally fucking punched the hole in my walk. So I was, I was so upset. <laughs> <laughs> turned into, into a Cowboys fan in the playoffs. <laughs> run your fucking car, run your TV over with a car. Yeah. In, on, on the plus side, it was wow. in the spare room that no one occupied. So, like, no one ever got, we, we forgot about it until it was time to move out. And we're like, oh shit, like, we need to cover this. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't see you getting unreasonably angry in a video game without turning it off and walking away from it. Yeah, I'll just I, I I don't have anger issues like you guys, man. I'll just I'll just turn it off. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just turn it off. I'll just I'll just I'll just like that episode of The Simpsons where Elvis like, oh, this ain't no good. Bam. <laughs> Amir says, I'm not sure if I asked this before, but is there a game that is like your comfort food that you go back to? For example, he's played MGS three at least once a year. Uh, and he said, "Also, whatever happened to the men with the golden tongues?" MGS reviews. Yeah, we did. We did leave off uh, right when we were getting to three. So, 
Um, the MGS reviews, uh, Micah has never finished, uh, MGS three. So I have to, uh, and I have to take a lot of notes and, um, we'll, we'll get, we'll get to YouTube it. YouTube video. Of MGS3. Yeah. I, yep. I got, I got to watch the, the it's video. a long one too. It's like seven yeah. hours. Yep. Buckle, yep. buckle up. <laughs> I love that game. Though. I fucking love that. Yeah. MGS3. I love that. Um, um, Spider-Man, I can, I can swing around forever. I can swing around just like, you know, Spider-Man is my comfort food game. Yeah. Uh, either one. I Actually, the first one. The first one is a little more uh, complicated than Miles Morales. Miles Morales is fine, but it's, it's, um, it's easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of the few games that if I, if I get a platinum in a game and one of the trophies is a difficulty trophy, like beat it on the hardest level, uh, that's when you know that I really love that game. So, I think I yes. I think I even beat that on. I think that's like one of two platinums I have on PlayStation. <laughs> Spider Man. Um, I don't know if that I have a specific game that I go back to um, all the time. No Man's Sky actually, because mm. like it's it's um, when I just don't feel like really doing anything like strange. Oh, when you when you don't feel like playing a game, you play No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just kind of just walk like I've gotten to the point in one of my saves where I have like 90 billion credits like I can do whatever the fuck I want just go around <laughs> build whatever the fuck I want or just Terrence, go into, um, Terrence flies yeah, up I'm, to a freighter he's like I'm going to buy you now like I can do add this to my fleet so yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want in that game. but yeah that's sometimes like every every once in a while I just t- turn that on and be like, wow, they, they added a lot of shit. Every time you turn it back on, like, wow, <laughs> there's a whole new game to play. And like, damn. Uh, yeah, that Sl- game is great. Slay the Spire is that game for me. I've between my Switch and Steam, I've probably put at this point over 400 hours into that game so far. Um and if you want like a retro version, uh the Donkey Kong Country games, the first two at least, are are definitely covered. But I play I replay those quite frequently. So uh, Daniel says new uncharted was supposedly teased in a PlayStation five ad. How interested are you to get another? Um, I'm uh, good I'm not, actually. Hey, and that's not, no, I'm, I'm not. Story. Yeah, they I, did. I'm, I, I am. I am good. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to know. The, the, like the tease. Enough. Yeah. The tease, the tease is that like his daughter will become like the treasure, the treasure hunter. Oh, well, now I sound like a sexist because I don't want. <laughs> no, I'm I'm I am good. I am good. Like like I got my fill out of, you know, five five what six games I think total in the franchise. Yeah. If you count the Vita game and and uh, Lost Legacy, yeah, I'm good. I think I feel like that's enough. So I I feel like that's more than enough. Yeah, I feel like uh, if anything, you can get rid of three of those games. Uh, three of those six games and uh four was really great uh one you know one was the one that kind of introduced everybody one two and four uh, i'm fine with you can you can dish the other ones are you ready to have your have your not not your emotions are you ready to have your psyche like punched in the gut micah uncharted uncharted four turns seven years old this year damn damn <laughs> Jesus. Yes. It came out in 2016. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <you> know. <laughs> time, time, time waits for no man. Um, really? 
Cam Cam says you're welcome for Saturday night. Uh, yes, thank you for saving my head from being concussed. Thank you for doing the right thing. Take the chair shot. Yeah. Um, which group of people need to be put on the no fly list first? Uh, the people who clap their hands when the plane lands, people who take their shoes off on flights. That one. Or, well, I don't know, wait till this last one. People who stand up as soon as the plane lands, even though there are 28 rows of people that are ahead of them that get to disembark. Just the feet. Just the feet. I sit in there until, all, until the plane is almost empty before I get up because I don't. I don't I don't like rushing. I, I am the same, which is why I hate when the person so so he for me it's the last one. Like oh. I fucking hate the people that stand up immediately. Um well, in your row? Yes. Like I mean if they if they're not standing up in your row, then it doesn't matter. Terrence, people have stood up. Well, like if I'm in the aisle, like I the middle seat person has stood up. Oh, and I'm just no, like what and no. just like what you, are you doing? You, like what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Sit you're, down, you're, like, the, you're such like, an uncle I'm not moving. dad. <laughs> right. Like, hey, I'm not going, no. And and the per okay. the person who annoys me the most is the person who like in, in row thirty immediately like barges ahead and, and just and just and just observes no etiquette whatsoever when it comes to the plane disembarking franchise. Look, if you wanted to get off the plane first, you should have sprung for the for the business class ticket. That's all I'm saying. See, here's the That's thing though, saying. right? Here's the thing. That's what? 15 minutes? Nah, yo. If someone is if someone is eating uh, uh, Fritos with their feet for three <laughs> hours, three to six yeah, hours? Yeah, I'm not. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-mm. Nah, nah it's, yo. It's number I can't. Two. Yeah, I can't. See, I can't, see I've, I've never, I've never personally encountered that. I might feel differently if someone's foot I just appeared like next to me in the seat ne- without you've never, I might you've stab hit. you in the fucking foot. With a <laughs> <laughs> if I've, never, I've never had someone do that to me. But yeah, I might stab you in your foot. I had it. I had it done once because uh, we were flying to Atlanta, and my wife, for some reason, hated me and wanted to sit in the aisle, uh, <laughs> even though I'm damn near a whole ass foot taller than her. I was like, "All right, go ahead," because you got to go to the bathroom or whatever. You got to take uh, Maxwell, you know, up and down. I, I get it. I get it. And here's this big old white foot. Just like, and it's just like, just there, yo. I'm like, nah, yo, this ain't, this ain't black meat, white feet. Get out of here, yo. I don't want, I don't want this near me. And I had to like, boom, boom, boom. And just like, like, come on, yo. Come on. I love, I love how you called a flight attendant to be like, I did, yo. Like, get out of it. Because look, 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 I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to die on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) kill my ass i am very much aware of what i look like uh and 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 that big white foot just like nah yo nah Nah, i'm like yo you get your foot out my face my nigga like no no this is what we're not doing (laughs) why do you even think that's why do you even think that's acceptable to do uncouth people ain't never been nowhere (laughs) <laughs> and, and and the people that clap those are the same people that clap at the end of a movie just like let, let them have their fun i guess at least at least on the plane there's the off chance that the pilot will hear you and and like like appreciate clapping for him whereas with the movie like unless you're at the with premiere like i get it with a plane because like yeah. you might be scared right you're like this might yeah. be your oh we made it oh thank god <laughs> 
Right. Like, you might be scared of flying. I get it. But, like, at the end of a movie... Okay. Nah, yo. Like, 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 you're not even clapping for a projectionist. Projectionist nowadays, <laughs> right. everything's digital. So, get out of here. Yeah. Plus, I'm, I'm, I'm asleep on a plane. As soon as, I, as soon as that bitch take off, I just knock the fuck out. So yeah. I don't see any of that shit. Anyway, um, uh, Llama Priest asks. Uh, he's. They say they recently downloaded Monster Hunter Rise on the PlayStation. So far, having fun with the game, but it's not engaged me like Monster Hunter World did. Uh, he asked Carrie, uh, "What is your favorite Monster Hunter game? What do you think about Rise compared to World?" He said the monster fights are not as challenging. Um, Carrie did reply because she's not on this week. She said, "I'm six. So I won't be on the show." But my favorite Monster Hunter game is World. I also feel that Rise has been generally easier. But so far, some of the Master Rag hunts, especially the inflicted monsters, have got some hands. Yeah, like er, like in low rank, the the fights are pretty easy. Um, in Rise, um, once you get into like especially once you get into high rank but i i just cracked into master um this past weekend and yes especially when you're soloing those fights um some of them can get very very brutal um especially for the monsters that you didn't fight as often they so you don't know their uh their patterns as well and they fucking hit hard like that's that's the other problem <laughs> some of those fucking monsters hit like a truck and so like you only have like maybe two hits before you can before you'll faint so, but I, th- I think Rise was specifically designed to be a more welcoming game to folks. Um, I mean, I think from, from what I understand, Gen 5 Monster Hunter, period, including World, um, is a little bit easier than pro- the games before it. So That's what I heard. I put yeah. like 200 hours into Monster Hunter World. <laughs> so. I, I'm, at, at some point when I, when I am done with Rise, which is going to be a long time from now, but like when I'm done with Rise, I probably will go back and play World because now that I kind of know what I'm doing. Um, I feel like I'll appreciate the game a little bit more, but I will, I will miss not having a dog that I can ride, uh, to get to the monster way faster, uh, than you can in every other monster hunter game. So, uh, that is it for the post office. So thank you guys very much for going to densepixels.com slash fans and submitting your questions. Uh, and that means that that is going to be the end of the show for this week. Make sure you subscribe to this show as well as all the other TNP studio shows, wherever you download fine podcasts. You can also go to youtube.com slash densepixels and subscribe and ring the bell icon there as well. We're at twitch.tv slash densepixels. And you can also follow our individual channels. I am densepixels. Brad Terrence is apparition 410. Carrie is suppets. Carrie. Look, I, I I can't wait for SmackDown. I I it's it's almost shocking to me that that they're not going to address this uh, on Raw this week, um, just because it's it, they're they're making everyone wait, which I I applaud them for. I I admire the restraint. I think unless unless they did announce Roman Reigns for Raw and I just missed it. So, nah, you gotta yeah, they're gonna make they're gonna make you wait, which is good. Yeah, you know, totally, you gotta, totally fine. Yeah, you, you, you gotta edge us, man. You gotta edge us. <laughs> it's a great place to leave it thank you guys very much for watching and listening and we'll see you all the next time see ya